Hey, this is the Bridging Realities Podcast with your hosts, Danielle Polgar and Eugenia Crock. Bridging the esoteric and the practical concepts of astrology into everyday life. We're happy you're hanging out with us and we hope you enjoy. Hello, tribe. Eugenia Crock here with a quick announcement before we begin this episode. As many of you know, I have started to work with astrology apprentices. What this means is that rather than teaching students through an hour here or a webinar there, I've really started to learn that the best way to learn astrology is like learning any new language and that's completely immersing yourself into the culture of it. Uh, And so what I have started to do is open up my home or your home to spending breakfast, lunch, and dinner with yours truly, where we fully engage in the conversation of astrology. In addition to the conversation of astrology, because I come with a master's degree in psychotherapy, I also teach you skills of a therapist and skills from the psychotherapeutic background. In fact, this immersion program is a really great tool for those of you who already do psychotherapy in your practice or have a psychotherapeutic practice, because this is a great tool to assist with that. If you don't have a psychotherapeutic practice and you're hoping to learn astrology and learn to have clients, I also bring in a professional therapist that you'll work with for one day who will teach you a number of skills in addition to the ones that you'll get with me. So I just wanted to let you all know that I have a few more spots available for 2017. If you have any interest at all, please check out my website at accessibleastrology.com or email my assistant at info at In the meantime, I do have a few apprentices lined up and coming to stay in my home, and we're looking for some clients. So we do offer through my website at AccessibleAstrology.com opportunities to get readings with me while the apprentices observe and give information, but also where the apprentices do the readings while I observe. So this is a really great opportunity to get a reading at a very discounted rate. Um, You will see those at AccessibleAstrology.com at the scheduling page. And it's a discounted reading with many astrologers looking at your chart. So it's a really great opportunity for everyone involved. So I just wanted to give everybody a heads up about that. Again, if you have any questions at all, feel free to email my assistant at info at AccessibleAstrology.com. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Bridging Realities. This is Danny here. What's up, sister? What's up, Eugenia here. It's been a little while since we hopped on the horn, recorded an episode. It's been a long while. It's been like a month, almost a month. Wow, this is our biggest break to date, isn't it? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, well... We really wanted to get this episode out after the <laughs> the massive life-changing solar eclipse that just occurred, which we're definitely still in, um, and and let you you all know where we've been and how our lives have been shifting and changing and and hopefully have a conversation that allows each of you to be seen in your own personal shifting and changing that has inevitably occurred in the last few weeks. Um, so that we can all be part of this tribe and connect with one another and 
Um, and just talk about our individual experiences with this eclipse and, and talk more about the astrology of it, of course, and integrate it into everyday life. <laughs> Which is what we do on Bridging Realities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so how about you? Uh, what's, why don't you uh, start with your experience? Right. Well, I will say this, everybody. I tried my damnedest to get you an episode while Eugenia was taking a much needed and well-deserved break. Um, and it was like impossible. And I don't know why it just, I mean, for one thing, I imagine Mercury retrograde had something to do with it, but, um, also having a newborn or just not newborn, but four and a half month old baby. And I don't know, it, it not having you, there's some magic of you, you being present, I guess. But, um, yeah, so there were a lot of things that I wanted to say in the wake of the eclipse and also all of the things that came out uh, with, you know, politically speaking and, and all that, but it just wasn't meant to be. So um, just wanted to acknowledge that. But in terms of how the eclipse has impacted me and is still impacting me, um, Eugenie and I have spent some time talking about this because it both it impacted both of our sons. It squared my son and it opposed her son. And um, it's really been an identity crisis for me, an unexpected identity crisis. And I know it was trying to Uranus, so it makes sense. Um, wasn't exactly like painful. Um, there's been a lot of awakenings and a lot of revelations. And yet a lot of confusion too with the Mercury retrograde that kind of overlapped with it. And I'm still kind of trying to figure out and, and integrate all the changes that have taken place. And I would imagine that this is going to take a long time to really start to see um, and make sense of the new beginnings that are kind of unfolding right now. I mean, I see one in my lap right now, <laughs> but <laughs> But even that, you know, it's like still trying to get my footing with becoming a mother and what that means and what that entails and um, and who I am now in the world now that this new person is in my life, but also that I have a new role. And I know that this isn't true for every woman out there who becomes a mother. I mean, you do change and become a new person in that identity. Some people just kind of roll back into their life. And for me... It's been such a profound shift that I feel like everything leading up to this point has been in preparation for now. And now the, the future is unwritten and I'm trying to figure out how I want to write it because the way I was writing it before, it's like I'm, all, I'm kind of crumpling the papers of like, I don't know if that draft really makes sense anymore. Does that, you know what I mean? I'm using a metaphor here, but. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I think that this is a, a fairly confusing time and whether it be a little Neptunian or whatever, whatever the influences are, I think that, you know, because both of you and I have had this eclipse on our sun, you know, yeah. When your identity gets eclipsed, when the center of your soul goes through a, a massive shift, a massive game change. It's going to leave you bewildered and confused. Any, it will for anyone. So any of you who had it, you know, hitting your son, 
either directly or opposing it or any major aspect to it in your sun being um, anything that is making a major aspect to 28 degrees of Leo, you will have gone through a really similar experience that, that we have. And, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, so I'm in a really similar boat. I am in a new relationship. I mentioned it in the last podcast and this incredible man um, that I've met, I met him, uh, you know, a while ago now. It's been a while since I've um, been getting to know him through the internet, through Skype, um, over, and he's over in England. He flew out here to be with me on this eclipse, and it was this two-and-a-half-week amazing connection um, experience with him and an amazing bonding with him and um you know, it's funny because I know my in episodes earlier this year, I was like, I'm done. I'm not looking for love anymore. I'm done. I'm not interested. I'm over it. I really did kind of get to that place in my personal life. But now I'm in this place where I've, I've now met this person. And it, it is, it's a huge identity shifting experience. And for those of you in a relationship or not, um, or have been in one before, you know that when you meet someone and you merge lives, everything changes and your future changes and your plans change and your conversations change and your energy changes. And while I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow because none of us do, um, I will say that it's a really dynamic experience to go from a very self-reliant human who has built her own business and done her own thing to now inviting another human into my life, similar to you having a baby, um, similar, you know, you know, shift uh, different, similar. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, that's where I'm at. And I know that I have needed this break. I, I have dedicated my life to astrology for years now, years and years. And with little break, little to no break in in the middle. I've had a little when my dog died. I took, I think, a week, maybe two off at that point. Um, But I've never taken a full two and a half weeks off where I didn't check my email and I didn't look at anything and uh, kind of completely backed out of the experience. And so, of course, that's a really interesting thing for me just in it of itself to take a break from work, which has been my identity for a really long time. So, um, So, yeah, so I think this eclipse... You know, I was thinking about that this morning about how this really all started to shift in May of of this year of 2017 as as soon as those nodes shifted and, and things have started just getting different and changing and not just in our personal but obviously in the collective um, experience too, these big, rapid, rampant changes. And they've been kind of whispering it's been like the universe or God or whatever has been whispering to us what those changes might feel like and look like since May. But now having made it through the eclipse and just having to sit with it now, especially, you know, we're all very fortunate that Mercury is retrograde in Virgo right now because it is an opportunity to, to not make any big changes yet either and not make any radical decisions yet that, will impact the rest of our life. It's like, okay, so we now see the potential of change. We're now being invited to all of these shifts, but it's time, I think right now to integrate those experiences we've all been through, um, until Mercury moves out of the shadow, which is around September 19th. Um, and so can we take this next few weeks, all of us to really 
process these changes, process what's been going on. Um, you know, if, if it's been in a very dramatic way, maybe you, you're in Texas or you've been af- affected by this incredible floods or, you know, I know that there's been major natural disasters um, everywhere, I, I, not just in Texas, not just in the United States, you know, rather than whatever has happened, whatever catastrophe has happened or whatever blissful experience has happened during this eclipse, how can we all just also settle into the fact that our lives have changed and, and not make any rash decisions and just sit with it, reorganize it and see where we need organization. You know, uh, um, you know, if, if I now enter into this, this partnership, what are areas of my life that need tending to before that happens so that I can be clear with you with a child, what are areas in your life that need organization to be the best mother? Um, if you've changed home, if you've changed work, if you've changed relationship, whatever has changed, where are those pieces of, of, of last minute organization that need to be done that have really been part of the 18 months prior with the nodes and Virgo and Pisces. So 2015, 2016, we were all looking at things we needed to let go of things we needed to get organized. And this is really, I think an opportunity to, to be like, okay, no, I like definitely need to clean up my finances or I definitely need to clean up my house or I need to clean up my, you know, garage or my contact list or my will or my passcodes or whatever it is you're needing to do to be prepared for this next new stage in your life. This is, I think, that integrative moment to do so. Um, And I know even here at Bridging Realities that there are a lot of pieces that we need to clean up and get organized um, because there is change happening with the podcast. We're not entirely sure what that's going to look like or feel like, but we know that it's been shifting and changing for a while. So so that's some things. Many things, yeah. And, you know, just to add to the eclipse and kind of the interesting elements that are involved in it. And I don't, I'm not, I actually don't want to get too involved in like the eclipse um, astrology necessarily because I feel like, I don't know if everybody else feels completely overloaded. Oh my God, totally. Oh my God. It's like, I'm like, <laughs> I can't take in any more information. I'm going to barf. Um, so I don't want to put out any more information you yeah. know, that people have to digest. But it's just really interesting to acknowledge, um, you know, all the different layers of what's happening in this moment to bring everything to the surface. Um, Jupiter and Libra with balance, fairness, harmony, and equality, right? And like all these issues of relationship that we're seeing now in the public. And then we have, we're kind of, bringing up, we're integrating the whole experience of Uranus and Aries and uh, rebellion, independence, and, you know, desire for freedom and overhauling um, who we are, you know, as individuals in the, in the world and how we um, stand for positive reform, right? And then the bigger or underlying the root foundation is like the Pluto and Capricorn piece, which is just like, whoa, huge. And Neptune and Pisces with all the flooding and mm-hmm. healing that's being asked of us and forgiveness and all that. But Pluto and Capricorn, I feel like is just massive player in this and really dredging up the sickness that's been living underneath 
the surface of our culture, um, the bowels, you know, of our culture. So it's all right there in the astrology of the moment. And I think it is really perfect that Mercury is retrograde right now. So we can kind of hold back a little bit, almost like a slingshot and just kind of pause um, before we launch forward and into this new reality. I mean, it's hard to even imagine what the world is going to be like in a couple of years, but yeah. um, I think it's it's going to get pretty freaking crazy before uh, we start to see, you know, real, like, integrated change. Yeah. It's going to be a little chaotic still. Yeah, and, you know, I'm really happy you brought up this piece about the astrology because, you know, you know, I think when you and I first started studying astrology, which is newer, right, you know, about 10 years, we've been pretty engaged in it. There really wasn't, I mean, I didn't even have a smartphone at the time when I first started learning astrology. And I think there was stuff on Facebook a little bit here and there, but I think more, more so it was private groups or private forums. But now with, with the Facebook and now with, you know, these public forums available to talk about astrology, it does seem that it's gotten a little bit, um, um, commercialized commercialized that's the word I was thinking of that was exactly the word I was thinking of yeah, I was like it's not yeah. the appropriate word but yes clearly yes. it was right where you know it's like every astrologer was like okay the great American eclipse let's all like try to make a profit on it let's all try to let's all try to get it out there and that's cool and there's literally no judgment on that because it's, no. it's amazing to have that guidance and, and this and that but it does feel like the essence of astrology recently, it's like almost like the field of astrology just got eclipsed um, where it's gotten very big, very fast. And there's so much information out there and there's so much content. And I've noticed with some people um, they're, you know, watching every single video and watching every single this and reading every single article. And it's, it kind of, seems like it, it like we all have to also remember to stay on this earth and function within astrology i mean i think why we say bridging realities is because it's one thing to know what's happening astrologically and to be aware of it but it's a whole other thing to also still like live your day-to-day -day life um where you know yes you might have a hard aspect today to your son or something like that, but like, it's cool. Like keep, keep going, keep, you know, keep participating. But I don't know if this is the, the field of astrology or if this is just life in general, if life in general has gotten too big, too fast. Um, because the great American clips was way commercialized. Holy moly. Oh my God. Crazy. Oh my God. Like a spectator sport. And yeah. I'll be honest, peeps. I was like, in my bedroom with yeah. my baby napping and I didn't even look at it. Yeah. I didn't even like try to, it was really cloudy here in Santa Fe, mind you, but it, I didn't care to, it wasn't like, I don't know. I just, it, it wasn't in my flow. And my brother drove like 18 hours to Tennessee from New York just to see it and then drove right back. Like, 
you know, and, and I know it was life changing for so many people. I don't want to discount that because it's incredible. I, I saw a very close to full eclipse one year. So I feel fed in my eclipse seeing in this lifetime. Well, yeah, it's, but, just, it's funny because you know. so many people were like, it, you know, seeing it as such a, you know, and it was a rare event, obviously, because it was on the continent and only the con- or only the country and but yeah, like these eclipses are happening literally all the time. And it was just funny to talk to people outside of the astrology consensus who were like, I'm going to go see eclipses all the time now. And it's like, part of me is like, that's really cool. And part of me is like, that's fucking crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and, like that's an insane like way to live your life to chase eclipses. <laughs> well, it's so also, it reflects so much on the American culture yeah. of how, how we design, like how we engage with life. It's like seeing it you know, kind of publicized the way it was. It was just, it was, it's just so American, mm-hmm. you know, how, how we handled it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know. And very Aquarius Leo. It was like yes. way overdone. Right. Way Dramatized. Drama, yeah. drama, drama. Oh my God, the great, great eclipse, you know, mm-hmm. all this. You know, and I'm starting to feel that way about astrology also is like, and I've definitely participated in it, but you know, there's all these like, you know, predictions that get put out there and all of these like, and, and, and I get all of that, but it, it really does put a lot of us into a state of fear. And, you know, even having this gentleman come across an ocean to see me to be at the eclipse, like we both as astrologers, because he's also an astrologer, we both thought, oh, gosh, is this like a suicide mission? Are we like, are you coming to the country when it's about to blow up or something? You know, you, you don't know. But it's funny how you go to fear and how the human heart goes into fear and, and what he calls the Hollywood mind of like mm. making it way bigger than it has to be. And it's. Like, I think for me, it's, I've put away astrology for two and a half weeks and I haven't watched anything. I haven't been on Facebook. I haven't done anything. And I just got on Facebook the other day and there's all these wars between astrologers and all these, like, all these articles and, ah, and it's just like, holy moly. Like, it was also really refreshing to just, like, live life. Just, like, not knowing the transits, not just be in the moment of now. Totally. I totally hear you. I felt like that when she was first born. I was like, I can't, ah, like I had to really like step outside of the viewing of, you know, life through that lens. And I still feel that to a certain extent where I'm like, I need a little bit of detachment from this way of looking at things because it can get so obsessive you know, it can become an obsession and, and it's like, you're not really living your life, but you're living your life through looking at it. You're looking at your life or something as it's unfolding, but you're not really feeling it and living it. So, um, that's, yeah, that's a really interesting point. And something I'll, I'll say too, is that I've noticed with this Saturn stationing direct and Saturn finishing up its tour through Sagittarius, there's been this, um, righteousness that's mm. like floating all over the internet of people like this is what's right this is wrong this is my belief system this is my truth um, you're wrong like mm. all of these things like and people pretty much pitting themselves against each other choosing a side you know setting that boundary right Saturn with Sagittarius and belief systems and it's 
it's just been really fascinating to watch this kind of, I don't know, it's, it's like uh, we're learning the hard lessons of what it means when, you know, we kind of get a little, we go a little overboard, which is definitely a Sag quality. Um, and like our ability to see the bigger picture of things, it, I think has been challenged, mm-hmm. um, through this process. And, and that includes, you know, astrology. It's like, don't, you know, do, do are you like, able to just be present with what is, or is does something always have to have meaning placed with it, which is also a Sag thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, meaning and, and whatnot. So I'm learning some lessons around that as well and seeing where it's helpful to actually set boundaries around things. And also just to like let go of certain beliefs and, and just kind of say like, okay, I'm going to practice being in a no mind place. Like I don't need to know everything that's going on in the world, you know, not necessarily news wise, but just like astrologically. Um, Cause it, it, like you said, it's everybody's like consuming, consuming, you know, like so much information. We, we live in the age of information. It's like, how much can we actually integrate with what we're actually taking in, you know? Um, and what are we doing with that information? Are we really utilizing it or are we just numbing ourselves with it? I don't know. Just something to contemplate and think about uh, in all of this. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because I'm, I'm trying to find, and I can't find it, unfortunately. I've, I've had it before, but I'm trying to find the chart of Facebook, the astrology chart of Facebook. So smart. Yeah. I've and never I, even considered looking at that. Yeah, and I've I've looked at it before and it's somewhere there's plenty of places people have posted it on the internet and spoken about it. And even I know I have posted it on the internet and spoken about it. I just can't seem to find it at the moment. Um uh so I might try to find it while we're talking. But I know that there's a big Aquarius signature in the actual chart of Facebook. I think it was launched during Aquarius season. I'm pretty Amazing. sure. Yeah, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it was February 4th that it was launched. So I'm thinking about Facebook just got eclipsed, right? So this like, this Aquarius international way to connect and communicate has also been recently eclipsed too. And this battle of what's, like you said, throwing Sagittarius into the mix of it, it is like, you know, I saw somebody post something on Facebook, like, if you're not mad, then you're not paying attention. And I was just like, Okay, so does that mean I'm a better person if I'm, like, sitting around being really mad at society right now Mm -hmm. and being really mad at, like, you know, does that, so that's the right way to live, like? Oh, yeah, and and to add, just to add to what, or dovetail to what you're saying, it's like, if you're not doing something or if you're not saying it this way, you're not doing it right, um, you know, basically, I think that was part of my paralysis with mm-hmm. recording a podcast was this fear, Saturn, mm-hmm. coming in about how I was going to communicate a big message and use this platform to serve other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thinking about all the things that I had seen recently out there on the Internet about, like, women judging women and saying, like, you know, if, you, if you're a spiritual person, you know, and you're not doing this, that, or the other thing... Or, you're bad, basically, you know, in, in few words. 
um, you should be ashamed of yourself or whatever. And I'm just like, how is this helping anything? Like, I don't understand how shaming people is going to get change to happen. But um, anyways, that's a side note. I, it's just interesting that you bring that up because I was thinking about that when I was trying to record. And I was like, uh. mm-hmm. I felt like I couldn't put words to what I was saying because I was so careful. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be so careful about like, okay, I don't want to say this because it's, people are going to get upset. And it's like, you know, overstepping boundaries. It's like paying attention to that. It's like, oh, shit, you know, we're all very, very delicate right now. It's very delicate times for it really is everybody's so sensitive and open and exposed and vulnerable and it's really like you know pretty it's intense and interestingly enough i open up facebook right Mm -hmm. just now yeah and um i see one year ago today i said do you know a solar eclipse is an amplified new moon (laughs) it's like a giant fresh start Tomorrow's solar eclipse in Virgo invites us to tidy up our lives, get ourselves in order, and make some practical changes that are in service of ourselves and the greater good. Mm. No easy task, of course, with Mercury retrograde, <laughs> retrograde and a square from Saturn and Mars. Patience, patience, patience. Consider this time we're in as a portal of sorts and walk through it with focused attention and presence while trusting in the divine plan that is your life unfolding. Mm. Blessings for a beautiful transition. Mm. Yeah, this is when I used to actually make astrology posts. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, it's hard to it's hard to know. Like, where do we want to? How do we want to contribute to this noise right now? And yeah, noise. Yeah, and you know, I think ultimately, I don't know. I think that. You know, clearly the world is going through a massive change. This, you know, we've been predicting this as long as I've been a part of astrology for 10 years. Like, none of this is shocking. None of this is, you know, surprising. But, you know, I think individually we all have an opportunity to really, especially with this Mercury retrograde, to really ask ourselves how we want to navigate these waters going forward and, you know, where is our high value, our high priority, and what do we need to do? And not based out of necessarily fear, although I reckon some fear is advisable, um, some caution is advisable going forward, because this is just the beginning, you know, we've talked about this, you know, maybe getting worse before it gets better kind of a thing. And I think there's some validity to that and taking precaution and, you know, I'm not saying go get bunkers underground and store it for, you know, the next 20 years, unless that feels good to you and you want to do that, go for it. But what are things, you know, for me, it's like telling my family I love them every day. You know what I mean? Like, and it's also taking walks and it's also like putting my feet on the ground and um, being with God as much as possible and, um and, you know, getting really clear about how I want to contribute to the field of astrology, but not just the field of astrology, but to my service in this world and, and being really clear about how I can serve this world best. And um, so, you know, I think that these clarities, these understandings are going to be really important going forward. Um Yeah, you know, and breathing. 
I don't know. It's just as we're even as we're having this conversation, it just you, I can feel like the overwhelm of the internet and Facebook and astrology and astrologers and um yeah. So I'm just sitting with it, breathing with it. I suppose. I don't know. I feel you. I feel like you just took the words right out of my mouth to describe my experience right mm-hmm. in the moment. Mm-hmm. Just trying to really simplify things and hoping that in doing so, it's going to bring a lot of clarity and also just a lot of peace. And then that can, that energy that I'm cultivating, that peace that I'm cultivating can be offered to the world instead of this anxiety. I don't want to contribute any more anxiety yeah. to the mix. And and I just feel like I wind up getting into that pattern Um when I engage too much with the internet. Right. Honestly. And it's just, again, it's so Aquarius Leo. I mean, it's so exactly like the placement of the nodes is Aquarius is high anxiety and high, you know, thinking too much about the future and being super in the head. And Leo is, can be very dramatic and very like, you know, you know, obsessed with, you know, me. Right. So like, to be to to sit and watch every single video or listen to every single astrologer, there's also like a narcissism just in that, you know, like okay, and contribute to the world and keep moving, you know, can, you know, like, you know, th- and how do we strike this balance of you know being very clear about astrology, being very clear about what is currently happening, but also taking you know breathing through this anxiety or breathing through the 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 thinking about it and and again like always stepping back into the heart and breathing into the heart into the moment you know how can we do this and this is the challenge of this nodal placement and ultimately anybody with this nodal placement natally is this is going to be an internal battle that individuals with this nodal placement face on the regular um and you know like you know we're so clearly not in Virgo Pisces nodes anymore. I mean, this is not where we were for the last 18 months prior to this. We were all like, you know, and then before that it was Aries and Libra and everyone's like relationships, twin flames, you know, independence. And, and as soon as it goes into Capricorn Capricorn cancer, it's going to shift quite a bit. Um, But for now, this is it. This is the energy of Leo and Aquarius and it's amplified. It's high energy. It's about the community. It's about, you know, fighting for individual, values beliefs you know I was thinking about about astrology conferences and you know my experience with them recently and there's this whole thing that's so Leo Aquarius astrology conferences because you know I'm here developing my own work on the daily which is Leo and you know I see my own clients and you know I do my apprenticeships and I'm doing all of this work on my own that I think is really valuable and I think is really amazing. And then if I go to an astrology conference amongst all kinds of astrologers, then it's a a matter of, oh God, they're going to judge me because maybe they know more than me or do I know more than them? And then I'll be like, I'm a better astrologer than them. And they'll be like, I'm a better astrologer than them. And that's so Aquarius. And it's like the field of astrology is like on fire right now because of this, this nodal axis. And like you said, Sagittarius making its last, excuse me, Saturn making its last push through Sagittarius which is the philosopher the teacher it's like well which astrologer is right and you know which you know the it's holy moly it's just a lot to handle oh my goodness it yeah just is. and I feel like this is also the end of the end of times in some, in yeah. some ways 
you know, in the sense that by the time we move through into 2018, there's going to be a lot of things that are shifting next year, like Uranus moving into Taurus and Saturn moving into Capricorn and Jupiter's going to go into Scorpio. And I mean, this is how it always is. This is nothing new, of course, you know, but, um, uh, Soleil just woke up from her nap, everybody. So Eugene is waving at her (laughs) and (laughs) she's taking it in. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. There's, it's, it's kind of, it's a little chaotic. I think before, like you said, we kind of reorganize and bring all this back down into Earth and figure out what we're gonna do with it all. Like, what do we do with all of this? You know, and what's the next thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder, like, you know, I still haven't found Facebook's chart, unfortunately, which I feel is kind of dead. It, it looks like it was born. The Facebook website was March 28th, 97. Um, and then the first trade was 2012, May 18, 2012. So I'm trying to see this. But it feels like Facebook is getting eclipsed too, which is this this online community that the whole world is participating in that I think a lot of people are starting to not want to participate in because I don't want to be yelled at like, like willingly when I sign on to Facebook, you know, like I, I stopped checking newsfeed last year, this time around the election, you know, as we Mm -hmm. started, I haven't been checking newsfeed like every once in a while I'll go on it, but I just, I can't like I use messenger and I use the Facebook group for the tribe, but that's it because, you know, you know, are we, you know, when we're all brothers and sisters and yet we're all like yelling at each other, it's, it's just gets hard. It gets hard and it it makes you want to retreat, go Leo, right? It makes you want to like go back into your own space and, and be private and alone. But I also like want to be seen and, you know, how do I show up and how do I be seen? And ultimately this is just, this is just also perfectly reflecting the sky right now. And so remember that everything changes and we have to remember that, you know, day to day, the sky is changing and being with it from day to day. And, and at the end of the day, just breathing and and staying focused and grounded on the earth and with God or whatever that is with family, with love and, um, trying to remain somewhat grounded if we can right now, you know, being an Aquarius myself, I recognize being grounded is incredibly difficult. (laughs) Um, so, you know, these are the hopes is can we stay grounded on this earth and, 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 and continue to participate in activities of daily living, um, providing for our family, providing for ourselves, being healthy, being, you know, all of the things that are required uh, to be a, a, a successful human. Well, also just living in balance. Yeah, that's a big one. And I think that maybe that's up too, as we're completing Jupiter's, little sojourn through Libra. Yeah. Like where, how can I find the balance? Because there's so many things that are seemingly out of balance and out of harmony right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not so late though. You're in harmony with life, right? You're in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, this, this particular episode, you know, it's a, just a check-in. We wanted to see how you were all doing and kind of let you know how we all we are doing um what's going on with Danielle and myself and um you know and 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 recognizing that even probably the podcast is going to shift because of this this eclipse um 
And I think I haven't even checked the the eclipse on our bridging realities chart. I haven't even looked at that. We should probably Wait, take a look at that. We should totally look at that. Yeah. Do you have I that think our sun's by? in the eleventh house in Aquarius. So it's the fifth house, eleventh house access, I wanna say. Oh our sun's in Aquarius. I yeah. Because we launched it on a new moon. Our sun and our moon are in Aquarius. Right. And we have Uranus on the ascendant. The ascendant's an Aries ascendant. Right. We have a, so our ascendant just got eclipsed too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the <laughs> podcast is going to go probably through a big shift and change too. And so, you know, please be patient with us. We know that you've been patient with us up to this point, And we really appreciate that, this patience as we're going through these big changes um, as we now have Soleil part of the podcast too, right? You can hear her and, you know, so we're, we're going to sit Danny and I through this retrograde, um, period to really feel into, um, how, how we want to show up individually, um, together in our service in this world. And, and ultimately I really hope all of you are taking this time to do that for yourselves as well Is you know, can we all, um, just really sit with this this anxiety, this headiness, this change, this chaos, and and really get grounded in in what it is we need moving forward and what's going to serve us best, and 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 really speaking forward, uh, speaking up for what what that is. You know, I think with Uranus and Aries, um, with that kind of opposition to Jupiter, there is this this incredible opportunity to be authentic and really speak our authentic wants and needs and voice. Um, and, and take, it's okay if you take time away from people to really figure out what that is right now. Um, so we all, we encourage you to do that and we will keep you posted as, as you know, the retrograde unfolds and, and come back with you with some, um, you know, new insights, um, as we, we, we also are playing with this energy. So I don't, I don't know if there's anything else you, you want to say or anything else you're thinking. Mm-mm. Just, you know, acknowledging the being, uh, being with what is, mm-hmm. you know, which it's so interesting. I feel like we've, this conversation has been had so many times on the podcast mm-hmm. of like being with what is like, yeah. we're like really being, trying to be advocates for that. Yeah. 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 Um, absolutely. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Lessons in being, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And and being with the unknown of, of what's unfolding, like not trying to pin it down to like, okay, especially because astrology is such a big part of this of you know, when and, and this has shown up in my recent work with clients, it's like I yeah, I don't wanna tell you what's gonna happen or what I don't even want to encourage you to look ahead at your transits because then you get attached to it. And, you know, it, it's just, it's self it takes you out of the moment. Totally. I, I was, yeah, I was watching one of these astrologers with this man, um, the other day and this astrologer was like, Oh, well this weekend's going to be like this because of this. And I was like, turn it off now. I don't want to live like that. That's not how I want to live. I don't want to put ideas into my head of what the Mercury retrograde is going to look like, what the eclipse is going to, I don't want to live like that. Like it's so self-fulfilling. Like I, I want to use astrology as a psychological assessment tool with my clients. I want to use astrology to better understand 
my, my, my past experiences, why I am the way I am and how to work more consciously with myself. Like I have a massive error and water trying in my chart. I'm super airy and I'm super watery. So I'm highly emotional and I'm highly like all over the place and I can't stay organized. So I want to use my, my chart to really work consciously with cultivating a fuller experience of life and, you know, working harder towards having more Virgo because I have none, you know, working to, to have more, um, maybe more fire, more of a, a voice where I just say what it is I'm, I'm feeling, but to actually like be predicting my, my future. It's just so dangerous. It's so dangerous. You know, I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. None of us do. How can we use astrology and remain present? And I think that's the ultimate goal is, is participating in life today on this earth and being aware of the, the current situation. Uh, you know, and I think that no matter what happens with this podcast, my intention going forward with this podcast is to be a podcast that is really not about predicting the future. I don't think it's helpful. I don't want to be part of that type of astrology. I want to be integrating it into just daily conversations about, you know, you know, you know, why is it taking me a long time to get out of bed today? kind of a situation, you know, like, why is it, why can't I get my laundry done today for the, for the love of God, you know, like, you know, just like integrating it. Okay. You know, rather than, Oh my God, this has got to happen. You know, and it's just like with this eclipse, it's like outside of the astrology community that just completely got oversaturated with articles and video. Oh my God. I like, again, if I had saw one more thing posted on the solar eclipse, I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't. I'm, I'm a, and I think we were. We didn't even want to put out a podcast episode. We didn't want to do. I didn't want to send a newsletter. I didn't even want to touch it because it was. It was too much. I didn't want to overwhelm anybody any more than they had to be. But 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 outside of that, just the American media approach to it was just. I mean, God, every article they're selling books in the in the stores. You know, it was just like all. It was just like, you know, eclipses happen all the time, but they, you know there was an opportunity to make a buck and it just got too much. It just all got too much. And so, um, it just shows us like the dark side of Aquarius really. And, and Leo, just like the over dramatization and the over future prediction of it all. It's, it's dangerous. It's as darkness so to it. So true. You know, so, you know, I think the light side of Aquarius and Leo is uh, Aquarius is is innovation and 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 really participating in your community and trying to understand everyone's perspective. And the light totally. side of tolerance. Leo is tolerance is Aquarius totally. And the light side of Leo is heart and presence. Right. And so, you know, I think that our culture slipped into the dark a little bit with all of this the dark sides of these aspects. And so absolutely there's so much darkness right now. I feel like we're just swimming in it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's swimming in it. I mean, it's so interesting, right? Because then with an eclipse, it's like the shadow, you know, and that's what's been happening. That's we're all in part of that, you know, participating in that um, global shadow. Absolutely. In some way, shape or form, whether it's you're engaging it with yourself and your own shadow or, you're seeing it in the, you know, external world. Everything's a reflection. This place is a freaking hologram. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's just so funny. I'm just thinking about it because somebody, one astrologer along the line said, oh, you might die during this eclipse because it was eclipsing my son. I'm just now recalling that. And I totally had forgotten about that. And if I had like let myself hold on to that and like, I would have been sure. Like, and, and meanwhile, I was like having love, you know, I was like, like I spent the eclipse like wildly in love, you know, like that's not what any of the articles said would happen. They all said the world was going to, and I was like, Nope, I'm just finding love and experiencing love. So, you know, and maybe that's a kind of death for me. Sure. It's actually, it totally is a kind of death for me to experience that kind of love. So, so everyone be open, be available, you know, whatever, you know, we don't need to add more noise. We just wanted to check in, say we love you all and mm-hmm. make sure you're all doing okay. And just let you know where we're all at also during yeah. this process. So honest chat with Eugenia and Danny and Soleil. <sighs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so uh, breathe, everybody. We'll be checking in with you soon. We love you a lot, and um, and we hope that you are present during this 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 moment in the heart, on the ground, and grateful for it all. Word. Hey, thanks for listening to Bridging Realities. If you liked what you heard and want to be part of this conversation, consider joining our tribe. Through Patreon.com, we offer a variety of options for our listeners, including our Facebook group, which for only $10 a month gives you access to our private group where we chat daily about astrology, host a live Q&A, offer new moon rituals, and much more. Check us out at Patreon.com backslash Bridging Realities to see all of our options and to choose one that resonates for you. If you loved this episode and previous episodes, share us around. Give us some stars on iTunes. Let people know about us. We want more and more people to be part of this conversation, and we love the love. For other ways to learn about Danny and myself, visit our homepage at bridgingrealities.com. Thank you again. We love you all so much.